Joined now by RNZ business reporter Andrew McRae. And Andrew, how are property investors reacting to falling house prices? Uh, Kira Charlotte, well, the Real Estate Institute says property investors are taking a, a wait-and-see approach to the housing market as prices continue to drop. The REINZ House Price Index, which measures the changing value of residential property nationwide, fell nearly 11% in October from the year earlier. The median price of a property has dropped by $67,000 to $825,000 over the year earlier, but is up about 2% on September, indicating prices may be stabilising. However, Institute Chief Executive Jen Beard says investors are remaining cautious. Unlike the people who are trading up or moving into the right school zone or retiring, uh, these are people who are making rational investment decisions and they are waiting for those numbers to stack up. We are hearing that some are looking at the market at the moment and thinking, well, Have prices got to that point now where it does make sense for me to get back in, but we're not seeing them back in the market to any great degree. Jen Baird says owner-occupiers backed by equity dominate the market. Diversified infrastructure investor Infotil has reported a strong first-half profit with significant growth in earnings as well as a one-time gain from the sale of trust power. The company's net profit rose 51% to more than $557 million in the six months to September, which includes a $335 million gain from selling trust power. The company expects to report, to, to report a full-year underlying profit of between $510 and $540 million for the year ending March. Revenues up 48% to $951 million. Infotel Chief Executive Jason Boys says the company's asset portfolio of more than $10 billion has performed well despite the volatile global macroeconomic environment. This is a solid result given inflationary pressures, which is what you'd expect from an infrastructure business like ours. We're seeing great demand for growth uh, in data centres and renewable energy, which gives us, um, makes us positive about the future. I think the risks are really focused in around those healthcare businesses uh, where volumes have been slow to return and we'd like to see that uh, change so that we can continue to invest in that sector. Infratil will pay an interim dividend of 6.75 cents. Fishing firm Sanford has reported a strong year full profit with the recovery in global demand and prices. There's been a threefold increase in net profit to nearly $56 million in the 12 months ended September, driven up by the sale of crayfish. Revenue rose 9% to nearly $532 million. Chief Executive Peter Reedy says while the fish is sought after worldwide, the company still faces some issues. We have a cost of product problem and a distribution and supply chain problem, and those are things that are within our control. So they give me grounds for optimism. We've gone significantly better this year than we have last year. And that's a trajectory we want to keep working on and improving. And I think the numbers, should that be the case, you'll find that Sanford remains a very sound business. It's the oldest uh, listed public company on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. We're proud of that history and we want to make sure that we're on it for longer than anyone else going forward. And should we do what we plan to do, that will be the case. Peter Reedy says he wants the company to get back to pre-COVID levels as soon as possible, and the company will pay a full-year dividend to 10 cents of ten cents a share. A lobby group for local manufacturers says it pays to choose New Zealand-made products even if they cost more, 
by New Zealand Made, which licenses the iconic Kiwi trademark, is urging people to think about how durable a product is before making new purchases. Executive Director Dwayne Sorry, Dane Ambler says the cost of buying locally manufactured goods of superior quality evens out over time. When you do buy a product that's New Zealand made, you know it comes with you know a very high standard of workmanship. Um, you know that a lot's been put into it, and it's probably got quite a good warranty. Um, and you compare that to something that's made in China that you know probably breaks you know within a year and then gets thrown into waste. By New Zealand Maids, Dane Ambler says 1,400 businesses currently use the Kiwi trademark and they want more to follow. Produce exporter TNG Global is forecasting a full-year pre-tax loss of between $1 and $5 million. It says there's been a rapid deterioration in the quality of premium brand Envy apples, particularly those apples exposed to unusually heavy rains during the 2022 harvest. As well, it says global supply chain disruptions have resulted in crop quality issues, with fruit rapidly deteriorating, and consumers not always happy with what they're eating. Time now for the latest from the markets, and we're joined by Ed Glennie from Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Ed. Uh, Ed. Uh, what's been happening on the New Zealand market this morning? Look, it's quite a quiet day, Andrew. We are currently up about a third of a percent, so we're at 11,268 for the NZ. Uh, gross 50 index. Um, some of the movers today, Infratil, obviously, that strong results. So they're at $8.51, up 12 cents. Sanford, who were just earlier in the bulletin, is actually flat on the day. So no movement despite releasing their results at $4.20. Sinlay is, is stronger. They're up uh, 3.5% to $3. And lastly, uh, Vista Group is off $0.06, cents, so is at $1.49. Ed, looking across the Tasman, what's been happening this morning? Similar day, Andrew, to what New Zealand's done on the open. So they are um, just actually now just ticked slightly lower, so off a quarter of a percent at 7,128 points for the ASX 200. Some of the movers, BHP Billiton is off about 1.5% to $43.39, and zero is at $67.11. And the New Zealand dollar still holding its own? That's right. The New Zealand dollar is holding up nicely against the Australians. They're currently uh, bang on 91 cents to the to the Aussie, uh, 61 cents to the US dollar, 85.39 against the Japanese yen, 0.519 British pence, and 0.59 against the euro. And what about interest rates, uh, oil and gold? Three-month bank bills are currently 4.19 percent. Ten-year government bonds are at 4.33%, so not much difference there. And uh, West Texas Intermediate is $85.40 US a barrel. And finally, spot gold is $1,769 US an ounce. Thank you, Ed Glennie from Hobson Wealth. Overseas visitor arrivals rose in September, but are still well below the numbers seen before the pandemic began. Stats NZ says there were just over 151,000 overseas visitor arrivals in September, which is an improvement in the, uh, to the near 130,000 in August. However, the number of visitors is down 42% on September 2019. Most of those coming here were from Australia at 70%, which is also the main destination for New Zealand residents travelling overseas. And that's Business for Midday Report.